What up, what up, what up, what is happening, good people? Welcome to this edition of Herb and Two. Alongside Tucson, one of my name is Herb Howard. Every Thursday and Saturday, we are here hanging out with you wonderful people, talking about issues that currently impact the black community. We talk about how those issues impact us as individuals and also how they impact us as a collective. And along with your immense help, we talk through these issues in hopes of finding the optimum solutions for how we can overcome said issues. Again, overcome them individually, but perhaps more importantly, at least for the sake of this conversation, overcome them as a collective. Thank y'all so very, very much for choosing to be a part of this conversation. As always, your input is valued. It is certainly, certainly appreciated. Anything you want to add to the conversation, feel free to do so. In the comments section, we will certainly read through as many as possible. We would kindly request that you please, please, please take a quick second to share the broadcast, share on your personal page, share within your personal network. Share with anybody that you think would add value to or find value in this particular conversation. Our sincere belief, the more like-minded individuals we can get to be a part of it, the better the opportunities we actually have of reaching those aforementioned solutions. So please, 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 if you would be so kind, take a quick second to share the broadcast. Again, this is Herb and Two, this intellectual thuggery at its absolute finest. My name is Herb. His name is Two. Two. What's happening, good brother? What's up, family? Blessing, highly favored. How are you? Ain't nothing to it, man. Just keeping it regular. Um, had a decent weekend. I don't really remember what was to it, though. It was that good. You know what I'm saying? That's a good weekend when you forget them. Yeah, that's 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 like kind of good and kind of not so good. I don't know, but well, I remember every detail of my weekend, so uh, that says it wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, one part of the weekend I'll tell you about this on on, on the relationship Friday joint though, uh, to be more relevant and it'll it'll crack you up. Um, but I'll say this about my Monday, I got valid driver's license. I ain't had a license in a long time. My nigga, I've been trying to do that this weekend too. I got a story about that for this week. <laughs> yeah, I I had it. I don't know. I lost it, and I just not been having one. So I go around everywhere with this expired joint. It got a hole in it. Some people be like, "Yeah, we're not accepting your ID with a hole in it." They're like, "Ah, oh, fuck." If I was, uh, I, I went out with PI. I had to pay the security man. to come in. <laughs> if I was a guessing man, I think about seven to eight percent of niggas in Chicago got licenses. Yeah, it's, seven or eight. It's low. The way the city it's set really up, low. it's low. The way the city set up, it's low. They dirty. G. They bogus. They straight. I did that. I went and got a emissions test. I got a. Uh, up-to-date oh, plate sticker demo. that had also expired in like February. Look at you doing grown-up shit. I'm telling you, I feel I feel responsible, but I feel like I feel like my thug points have took a hit. How long you think it's gonna last? How long you gonna have all that shit intact? Until it expires again, then I won't have it again for another couple years. It, it never goes for me to expire. Oh, if I lose it, yeah, it'll be it, whatever. It ain't even lose it. The police gonna pull me over. They gonna take my shit. I'm never gonna pay that. Oh, so it's all, it always works that way. That ain't been my issue since I'm like my, my young twenties. My early twenties, I didn't have a license till I was like thirty. I probably lost my license when I was like twenty, twenty-one. Somewhere in Carbondale, I used to get arrested like every other week, like no cap. I'll get arrested like every other week for driving on a suspended license. Once they knew my car, every time they saw me, they just whoop, pull me in. That's another one of the abuses in Chicago. Though. I ain't had a license in a very long time, and I don't never get arrested for it. I just talk to the police right. very calmly, and we go home. In Carbondale, it was free. It was a free band. Every time they knew, it, every time they saw my car, it's like this nigga just don't understand. They pull over. I'm like, God, damn, y'all been, you keep doing. I'm like, yeah, damn, bro. But I went and tried to buy a car this weekend. I ain't got no. Life. One time I had an iron on me with shaved numbers. 
Yeah, you're an idiot. They towed my car up, but they didn't find it. And I do not know how. God be with me, I'm Just telling thank you. thank God for that. God, listen, that's how I be, like, when I be talking about shit, like, I feel like I owe a debt to the universe and wanting to stay aligned with the universe. I've been bailed out of the wildest shit that I shouldn't have been bailed out of. That, I already told a story about the, What's the, what year is this? Did you, know you about to have a baby by that age that your partner said about? You got to knock it the she fuck off, son. She didn't say you that. You got to knock it off. She said that. I'm you got to knock it off. Did she not say that? She, she said that. That wasn't true, <laughs> though. Was Who that. said that? Ashley. Oh, I was going to say, not me. She didn't like the girl I was, she didn't like the girl, I, this is the girl I was having oh, sex with on the side, so they should just call her age for no reason. Damn. But yeah, she did get pregnant. But that wasn't God. That was pimping. I ran, I ran so much game on that. It was crazy. You're messing up the Monday show. This is the Tuesday conversation. <laughs> right. I'm talking about this um, alleged interstate trafficking case when I got bumped off in, in the middle of Oklahoma uh, by some, like, 60-year-old white state trooper with a alleged trunk full of contraband mm-hmm. in a brand-new car with Illinois tags on it with three 19-year-old black dudes in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, talking my way out of that with a suspended license. Yeah, man, it happens that way, G. They, they, the old people used to say, uh, God protect babies and fools. I got to be both. Yeah. Okay? I got to be a foolish baby. Okay? Because, man, so that's why, I, that's why I try to stay right by the universe, man. All, any little thing I can do to, to stay right, I, I try to See, do that. Yeah, it operates 100% in the opposite for me. Mm-hmm. Whenever I do some dirty shit, the universe makes me pay. Mm. So I stay away from dirty shit. Cause I ain't a baby or a fool, so the universe be like, "Oh, you want to be a fool today? Let me teach your dumb ass a lesson." See, you gotta make you gotta constant you gotta make constant small deposits into the universe, like little shit, littering, uh, kind gestures for other people, letting them just let them go past, speak like waving. or know your position in the universe. There's that, right? The universe does not give me freedom to be a fool. Yeah, it's 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 uh, afforded me an opportunity or two, and uh, so yeah, but. Uh, that being said, I got my stuff together now, and I feel like my thug points have dropped a little bit. To be walking, to be driving around, not be riding dirty. I was just, um, they tried to drop drop my start thug throwing points. my middle finger up at the police when I go past. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they tried to drop my thug points this weekend too. G. I had a very interesting weekend though. It was little shit that made it very interesting. Yeah, but I tried to buy a car this weekend, and they tried to put me in the newest and freshest of luxury soccer mom vehicles. <laughs> <laughs> we have a 2024 have a 2020 caravan. Hyundai iconic. Double sliding doors. <laughs> it has the double sliding doors and hatchback. And, and hatchback in teal. If you're if you're holding groceries <laughs> in one hand and a baby in this hand, you can swing your foot under the back of the car and the trunk will pop open. Actually, I, I, I was like, do you think I'm a off the lot in this shit? Are you crazy? What are we about here for? I'm not. Yes. I said I don't care, but I care. I care a little bit. I care. <laughs> I care a little bit. You know what I mean? Goddamn, people know me. Teach. I can't teach. Man. I can't teach. You know what I mean? I drove a minivan in high school. Hey, bless your heart. Having I, a car in high school makes you the man. Yeah, I hated it, though, at first. At first. I, it's I a could, rolling hotel. Yeah, I didn't realize that until it became that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, what? I, I knocked a few of them down in the Astro <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, the Astro hey, we, you put work we, in the Astro We started calling it the Maybach out the wild. Like, we in the, we in the, we, we going out in the Maybach. We out in the Maybach, Joe. Let's go. We gone, Joe. And we could be deep in that joint, or I could turn into the, the the rolling motel. It was. So let me let me tell you this story. This is a story about vanity. My personal vanity, right? So this weekend I'm going to get a car. In my mind, I'm gonna go buy the car today. 
Even though I don't get no driver's license and I'm fucking <laughs> shit, I'll be what? I'm gonna just buy the car because I'm me. You know what I mean? Type of shit I'll be. Type of shit I do. I've been doing it for a long time, right? So I go to the bank. I don't expect things to not go my way. I, not that way. I don't expect least, things to not go my there's way. There's some money involved. I think I can work my way through it. You know what I mean? So I go to the bank early Saturday morning, and I put pull some money out, but I pull money out of one account to put it in another account. Looks like a healthy amount of money. It's not really, but it's just 20, so it looks healthy, right? <laughs> and I be knowing a lot of motherfuckers. So okay. as I'm redepositing the money, I'm about to walk out the bank. And someone was like, hey. I was like, hey. Because that's what I'm supposed to do. The small deposits to the universe. Sure. Even if I don't know the fuck you are, sure. I'm acknowledging your ass to keep sure. it pushing. You sure. know what I mean? That's sure. the small deposit of the universe. Okay. And then her head got more aggressive uh, as I'm trying to walk out the door. She's like, she come here. She saw the big stack of 20s. She's like, come here. And I'm me. So I'm like, do she know me? Because it's possibility. You know what I mean? And she was like, what'd she say? She's like, what you about to get into? Like, that was the intro statement. She wanted to get into them jeans. And I was like, and those confused, confused because I don't know who the fuck you are, sweetheart. Who you are me? you? And in my head, my mind said, "Do you know this motherfucker?" Because right. it's a possibility. I'll pay people that much attention. They think they know me. I don't really know them. You know what I mean? She's like, "What you about to do? What you want to get into?" She's like, "What you want to get into?" What now I'm really confused. So wow. I'm like, she what? is shooting her shot. Right. I was like, she "What you bold. mean?" She's like, "You know, you want to have a good time." She didn't. And I said, you know, I gotta go. You've I, been I, propositioned for the world's oldest profession. No, she, she did was not. selling pussy. Yes, she was. But here's my mind. She didn't know you. Here's my mind, and here's my vanity. Right? I left that. I said, the nerve of this bitch. To think I would need to buy that box. Bitch, <laughs> you should be paying me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I gotta lose weight immediately. Is this what I represent out in these streets? <laughs> Oh my God! The audacity of this motherfucker. The nerve! So you've been getting multiple signs from the universe then about. I got to get right. (laughs) I got to get right. I was fully disrespected. It wasn't even about her offering pussy. Just the audacity of her offering me that pussy. Like, are you serious? I need to buy it. Do I like? I need to buy it. That though. So there's levels to buy it, I guess. Wire wire quote loading, right? It's it's the line the wire where they trying to they trying to uh, do a a a, a sting on a brothel, right? So they like trying to figure out who can go. So they going around and he's like, man, I can't go. My wife would beat my ass. She found out this and she like that. They going around and like, like, nah, you can't go. He's like, you can go. He's like, see him. He's like, and the the prosecutor, the woman, she was like, they would never think he had to buy it. (laughs) (laughs) They would never think you had to buy a box, Jack. Yeah, I can believe the audacity of it. I said, no, I got to go to jail. This is disrespectful to me, man. Yeah, I always. She fully disrespected my fly. I shouldn't even know it. Yeah, yeah. I, f- I be feeling like that sometimes when somebody try to talk to me, and I be like. I have the nerve of you to think I'm in your league. <laughs> what do I look like uh, right now? Scum of the earth. But <laughs> those be the ones that's the most confident, <laughs> though. Oh, they be she mad confident. confident. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all in relation to Friday, the confidence of somebody who came at me that was we not playing. We not even playing the same game, let alone the same league. Um, but confident in the motherfucker. Um, I also think that I should be paid. Like, like you should be paying me. That's how I feel. You want me to respond to that? No, I'm just saying I agree with you. I'm just saying I, I like. like let, me say, let me say for the record, I don't think I should be paid. I just was offended by the audacity of this woman. Oh, like, let me say for the record, I absolutely think I should. Be I know paid. you was honest. I just yeah, want to be clear that we're different. I just wanted to be clear. I absolutely think I should put a price on this. Okay. That's what's wrong with y'all. Listen, the experience is the experience, and it should come with the price. 
Hmm. Moving along. Yeah, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of things we need to talk about on the real side of the show today. We are going to uh, talk about um, other professional sex workers at the Bulls game. Strippers at the Bulls game. I don't know if y'all saw this foolishness, but they were strippers in the boxes. They was in the boxes. Strippers in the box suites at at the Bulls game. We'll talk about that. Uh, the Chicago mayoral election takes place Tuesday. It took place Tuesday. We seen this uh, night. By the Thursday. time y'all see this, there will be a new mayor for the city of Chicago. Either uh, Mayor Brandon Johnson or Mayor Paul Vallis will be. Um, on the fifth floor at 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 City Hall. So uh, we'll we'll know that by the time the show comes out, we will give our um final updates on that ahead of that. Although I guess maybe we should just think about we should probably just project right of what it will look like depending on who wins. We'll do that as opposed to giving our final opinions on it. Um, massive massive layoffs happening in the. Uh, corporate American world, which is always going to hit the ground level. Of course, McDonald's experiencing mass layoffs. McDonald's actually shut down their corporate offices uh, sometime last week. They shut it down for days, scheduled to reopen at some point this week uh, ahead of planned layoffs. They planned a lot of layoffs at McDonald's. Uh, Amazon also uh, planning a lot of layoffs. We're going to get into the, what that means, why that is happening um, and there is a huge, huge financial, international financial um, news story and conversation and impact that is happening that doesn't seem to be getting the nearly the attention that we think it deserves. Uh, China's involved, Russia's involved, Saudi Arabia is involved, and America is involved on the losing end of that conversation. I will get into that uh, economic discussion as well. Uh, but let's start to with. The NCAA Women's National Championship game uh, took place on Sunday evening. It featured the LSU Tigers versus the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, The Iowa Hawkeyes reached the final by defeating heavily favored South Carolina. South Carolina had been on a 42-game winning streak. They won the championship last year, coached by Don Staley. Uh, most people thought they would rip through the tournament and win it again. Iowa had other thoughts led by the phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal Caitlin Clark. You seen this girl play? Yeah, she right. She's nice. She's dumb nice. Like, she's dumb, 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 dumb nice. Uh, she can dribble it. She can see the floor. She can pass it. But she shoot the leather off the ball from 30 feet. She pull up off the dribble. She can spot up, come off the pick. She can do it all, and she has an absolute torch. Nothing but respect for the game that Caitlin Clark has, and she led Iowa to the title game where they faced off against the LSU Tigers, coached by legendary coach Kim Mulkey, um, led by Angel Reese and company on the court. Uh, LSU was victorious in the game. LSU uh, pulled away and and and. and Walked away victorious in the national championship game. Angel Reese was named the uh, tournament's uh, most outstanding player. She also set the uh, NCAA record for most double doubles in a season. She averaged like twenty five and fourteen like all year. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, super super baller in her own right. 
Um, this is her senior year or her third year. Angel Reese is actually a she was at Maryland, sophomore. I thought, for two years. Angel Reese is a sophomore. Okay, so she must be under the uh, transfer portal. Yeah. The tra- okay. So that LSU at Maryland and got hurt while playing. That LSU team actually had nine new players on it. Like they put together a whole new team this year and then won that joint. Kim Mulkey only been there two years. The year before she got there, they won nine games. Last year, they won like 26 games, but they lost in the second round of the tournament. This year, they win it all with nine new players, including uh, the point guard. And I'm forgetting her name. And I apologize for that. Uh, number 45. She was cold. They, she went for 19 points in the second half. The one who's hitting all the threes? No, she did. That, that was one in the first half, number two. She hit like six threes in the first half. She had like 21 in the first half. Closed the first half out open, man. with the banker. But I'm talking about the point guard who took him home. She had 19 in the second half, like 15 in the fourth quarter. All mid-range jumpers, floaters, carried him home. But she used to play for Kim Mulkey. Alexis Morris? Yes, Alexis Morris. Okay. She played for Kim Mulkey, uh, appreciate you, e, at Baylor. When Kim Mulkey coached at Baylor, where Kim Mulkey had won two national championships. But uh, she actually got kicked off. Alexis got kicked off the team. Kim kicked off the team at Baylor. Brought her back at LSU. Kicked off the team at Baylor. Alexis ended up going to, I want to say, like Rutgers and then Texas A&M. And then when Kim Mulkey took the job back at LSU, she brought her back to I LSU. I wonder she got kicked off the team for. I don't know. That would be interesting to know. I don't know. But Kim Mulkey brought her back, and she uh, showed improved. She showed it to be a very, very valuable decision that she balled out. Shout out to the ladies from LSU. Shout out to uh, LSU Tigers for winning the national championship. Uh, down the end of the game. Uh, it's been much talked about ever since Sunday night. Uh, Angel Reese, again, most outstanding player of the tournament, set the NCAA, NCAA record for most double-doubles in a season. Uh, she has come under fire, a lot of scrutiny, saying she was classless in the victory because she was taunting Caitlin Clark, the star player from Iowa, uh, with the You Can't See Me gesture. Uh, walking, she and she was, she was taunting her. She was walking around the court. You can't see me. You can't see me. She was tapping her ring finger. We get in the ring. We get in the ring. She was on that. I'm not saying she was not on that. She was 100% on that. My problem with the backlash is, it's one sided. Kaylin Clark did the exact same thing. She's under the same act. G. Right. She talk cash shit out there. She talks cash shit out there. She under the same act. She dropping 40 on niggas, but she letting you know I'm dropping, I'm 40, dropping 40 on, 40 you, niggas. on you niggas. Like she going crazy. Like she 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 talking, she talking <coughs> big shit. She doing the you can't see me against Louisville when they was upset in South Carolina. She playing D on the girl 10 feet back. Like pff, I ain't Laid gotta off, come out like, there. I ain't coming out there. You can't shoot. That's the most gangster shit I've seen in a long time. I respect it. I fuck with it. I fuck with I it. I fuck with it. I, you ain't finna shoot. Get the fuck on. In the middle, I don't even gotta guard you. Gee, that was so cold. I respect it. I'm cool that, with it. That was cool. I did not have a problem when Kaylin Clark was doing it. I didn't have a problem when Angel Reese was doing it. But when Angel Reese did it to Kaylin Clark, now she's classless. She ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's the racial implications of the conversation, right? It's interesting you mentioned Don right. Staley because the day before, mm-hmm. Don Staley did a whole goddamn press conference mm-hmm. on the differences and how her team gets represented in the media versus mm-hmm. how the teams they play get represented mm-hmm. in the media. She mm-hmm. was like, we're not a band of thugs. This is not a bar fight. We play hard-nosed basketball. We play to win. 
there was a media banquet. And all these big national tournaments, there'd be these media things like the night before. There was a media banquet the night before. And in a conversation at the media banquet, somebody's talking about the South Carolina team. And they had a bunch of thugs and they this, that, and they, that. It's like, like, a, like bar a bar fight, fight and all this. Yeah. But however you feel, all the reporters don't feel that way. So somebody hit Don Staley like, yo, they ain't here yeah, wilding on your girls. Yeah, they talking crazy. And she like, and shout out to her because you could tell she knew who said it. Mm-hmm. But she was like, just know I got friends in the media too, and I know what was said at that at that banquet last night. You know what I'm saying? But there's another way to look at all this too, though, right? Think about this: we come in here to dab to the women's national championship, and we're talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not only did we talk about it, we sat and watched that shit. That's real. You know what I mean? That's real. I was at the timeout lounge over in the uh, West Loop watching mm-hmm. that shit. You know what I mean? And it was a good ass game. It was a good game, right? And I'm not gonna lie to you; I can't name most of the players because I'm not engaged in women's sure. sports like that. Sure. But after watching that, I was like, "Man, that was a good ass game." I'll, now I'll watch some more women's games for back sure. Back to how they build the 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 stage for all this shit, mm-hmm. right? We talk about the NBA from the purview of the NBA being around for what sixty years at this point, seventy years at this point, seventy five years. But in truth, over, though, over, over, before Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. NBA was not the NBA as we know it. No, it was on his last leg. It was on his last leg, but they created a stage for the racist implications created of the great it. white hope. Created it. And Magic, the arrogant young black man. We're going to put the arrogant young black man in Showtime Los Angeles. And put the We're going to put the middle America from Indiana white boy in Boston. Boston. That's how those teams were shaped. That's how the newest, the narrative that we respond to the NBA of today, that's how that narrative was shaped. Yes. You know what I mean? So and when the next dude came, we're going to drop him in the middle in Chicago. Period. Third big city. Period, right? So <laughs> this all is planned. You know what I mean? So even in the context of the conversation we having right now, uh, Iowa, Louisiana. Yeah. Implicitly white team, implicitly black team. We're talking Baton Rouge you know and Iowa saying? City. <laughs> it's some different shit. It's not the same. Even on the court, it's look some at the, different you, shit. The, the, the teams. Yeah, it's some different shit. It's, it's, and that don't take nothing away from I think from Iowa has one black girl. Yeah, it was some, it was very white. It was Boston. Yeah, you know what I mean. But and, that's and I don't know take, the LSU has any white girl. That's not to take nothing away from Caitlin and, and, and or Iowa. They play ball. They ball. They ball. They right. Ball. But when you set the stage for these kind of narratives, this is the fuel that fuels America. It just is what it is. You can see it. And I also shout out to the NCAA women's side of the thing for putting the women's national championship game on Sunday. For inexplicably, for way too long. The women's national championship game was played on Tuesday, the day after the men's national championship game, when everybody else was done with it at that point. Uh, so to put it in between the men's semifinal and the final, phenomenal, phenomenal. It was a great game. He gave it his own space. He gave it his own space. Phenomenal. It was a great game. But you were 100% right about what that backdrop looks like for America. Mm-hmm. And it was the perfect thing. You got this black superstar athlete you got this white superstar athlete they both extremely talented and they're both very cocky and if you look at it it's the same energy though they both very cocky true but it's the same energy as magic and bird oh yeah blue collar oh yeah bright lights you know what i'm saying it's the same energy you know what i mean a lot of people tell you that bird is one of the biggest trash talkers they've ever seen Mm -hmm. but you don't hear that narrative about right you don't hear the narrative at all that's not the narrative that gets told about he's a blue collar indiana that's the narrative you hear about Gary Payton or Anthony Mason. You know what I mean? Like, like Bird was about that. That's how Bird showed up every time. Bird mm-hmm. walked into the three-point Talk contest. Like, shit. hey, which one of y'all came here to win second place? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's who that's who he was. And so 
Uh, and for it, me, that's kind of the value of sports. Yeah, I, that makes the shit fun. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I always like people talking shit. I like to talk shit. I like people talking shit to me. I used to enjoy road games better more than home games because it was just something about all y'all crowd just like yelling and shit. I, I like that. And you watch me saying? fuck you upstairs. I, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I do too. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with it. But if you're going to be cool with it, make it across the board. And to allow Kalen Clark to do what Kalen Clark did the entire tournament and no, not listen. This is not a knock on Kalen Clark. I have no issue with anything Kalen Clark did. But when Angel Reese does it, it becomes classless, and she gets all this backlash. And it's a it's a it's a racist thing. But and it, should be, it should be called that. But if you cool with it across the board, you don't build up the hype and anticipation. Again, this is America. Mm-hmm. We pick teams mm-hmm. you understand me so all the black people are going to do exactly what we're doing today adding to the hype adding to the lore if it was just a yeah. good ass game we'd have been finished with this conversation 10 minutes ago i was gonna live on it's gonna live it's gonna, through this conversation I, I guarantee you that they're already scheduling a, an even, early season iowa lsu game yeah even when they talked to kaylin she was like man i don't know what she did i wouldn't pay that shit no attention because kaylin don't give a fuck this is what we do i'm, I'm in the, the game you know what i'm saying right. i'm in the game right yeah it, but 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 that 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 becomes a big thing, and I got sucked into some Twitter shit, and it was like I, I regret it. But because I, I usually stay away from the Twitter shit, I only use Twitter uh, for my Bears report and stuff like that, and I usually stay out of the conversations when people want to pick arguments like, oh, I, I disagree with that, or Justin feels this, or the Bears that. Like, All right, cool. I, I usually stay out of it, but um, I was irritated. By this whole conversation since last, since since Sunday night, and so I tweeted, um, I don't remember exactly what I tweeted. But I tweeted something about Andrew Reese and whatever I said was about it was about the, the race. I, 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 no, I said y'all um, y'all's racism be leaking all over y'all is what I said, and I posted a picture of Kaylin Clark doing the "You Can't See Me" shit side by side with the picture of. Angel Reese doing like you can't see me shit. And of course, white Twitter went white Twitter. It's not about race. Y'all want to make everything about race. It's like, it is about what? fucking race. It is. Because y'all make everything that black people do just because we have a little bit different. Because we carry ourselves differently, right? We're right. more confident. We y'all want us to appear as like hard and right. rough and because that's the way that our culture is. That's how we came up. We didn't come up, you know, docile and timid, right? Looking like that. No, we came up the way that we came up. It's different from you, but just because it's different from you doesn't mean that it's, you know. And even when it's the same, any less than what the person did. That's what I'm saying. Even 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 when it's the same, the same it's like shit. nah. And so people are like, oh well, Caitlin Clark did it for two seconds, and she followed her around and did. It. Like, listen, yeah, she. Yeah. When your accomplishment is greater, your celebration can be more demonstrative. Yeah. If two fighters stand in the middle of the ring. Throwing haymakers at each other all night, they can talk shit back and forth. But best believe, whoever lands the knockout blow, they gonna have the biggest celebration. Yeah. She had the knockout blow, so yeah, I'm standing on the ropes, I'm back flipping, I might dance over you on the ground, like you know what I'm saying? That's how it go. I got the me knockout I can't punch. See you and now who? Now you who can't say who, shorty? <laughs> Give me my ring. And motherfuckers acting like it ain't that, and they get, they came with so many justifications. And my thing is, that's that only happens with 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 with, with black issues. Only when the black community says, hey, y'all being racist, do y'all instantly seek justification. If the LGBTQ community say y'all being homophobic or transphobic or in some way offensive, you're going to listen. The, the behavior or the tone changes. 
if the Jewish community well, says on, you being anti-Semitic, hold up, hold up, hold up. That's why I motherfuckers think I'm homophobic, though. That's why I push back on the homosexual uh, conversation every time, right? Because the reason it gets the allure and the reason it gets the push that it gets is the same reason Kayla can do this shit, and it don't mean the same thing. And the words are nearly fuller. Until you fully understand white supremacy, what it is and what it does, everything you think you understand will only confuse you. Y'all think y'all talking about gay rights, you're not. You're talking about further expanding the reach and resources of white men. It's not about homosexuals, because your black homosexual ass is still living in the same poverty as everybody on Jeffrey. I don't give a fuck how gay you are. Your situations aren't changing. Period. So when the resources come, they come to Boys Town, which is a traditional white male community. They don't give a fuck about you. They're leveraging you. Like the feminist movement, leverage black women. Like all the, until you fully understand white supremacy, what it is and what it does, everything you think you understand will only confuse you. Back to Caitlyn and, and, and what's the sister's name? Uh, Angel Reese. Angel Reese. It ain't about Caitlyn and Angel Reese. It's about we need to sell more tickets. And we can justify this through this lens. Period. I think it's also, in addition to selling more tickets, it's about protecting our ability to be racist. Right? Like it's a, So we're going we're gonna to come out and justify it every time. They justify I, You should see some of the justifications these people was tweeting at me about why it was a different situation and why it was okay. And it's like, y'all, you're justifying it crazy. I got a lot of shove and dribble type shit. Oh, Herb, I like when you talk about the Bears. Uh, grow up and keep, and keep it about sports. Don't make it about race. Shut up and dribble. I got that. I, I, like, but, but here's my, my pushback, G. Racism and corporatism and capitalism are cousins. And everybody ain't invited. Right. So the white motherfucker that tweets you back is lining up on the side of white supremacy that he don't fully grasp either. Mm. Right? So when I say it's to sell tickets, it is. Because the union of racism and capitalism are together. Right? True. Your black ass wasn't a slave because you was a slave because I could identify your black ass. If I could have made an Indian a slave, they would have been the slaves. That's true. I just need a motherfucking workforce to make my money. They go together. You cannot separate them. It just disproportionately lands on, on, on the backs of black people in that... Because we're easily identifiable still. The justification for our mistreatment comes so instantly and such as a collective from the outside where nobody else gets that. You look at the argument, all you got to do is look around your own circle, your friends, your associates, your colleagues, all your black ones are like, y'all being racist. And y'all still like, "Mm -mm, no, we're not. No, we're not. She's she was wrong to Caitlin. But understand what I'm saying. It's the fuel for the machine. No, I get what you're right? saying. So even when the Indians come over here or the Hispanics come over here or they shut up shop in our neighborhoods, because this shit is liquid gold. Mm -hmm. We are liquid gold. The problem is we keep having to fight. We keep asking for acceptance. You don't hear it from the Indians or the Mexicans because they ain't in that world. Right. I tell you, I say it all the time. The highest grade getters in American school system is Asians. Mm -hmm. Where are they in corporate? That's real. They get all them good ass grades and go do nails. Because they know we own this world. We ain't got to engage in that shit. We ain't figured that part of it out. We've not figured out the separation part. Until, like you say, second, third generation. Then they 
Then they work at Amazon sure, like everybody else. It works the same way, but they ain't been here as long as we've been here, so the conversation ain't the same. No, 100%. You know what I mean? But the dynamic is going to be the dynamic. If we want to think about what they say, don't talk about politics, don't talk about money. They say don't talk in the media, and if you want to get attention, talk about what? Politics and money, right? Because anytime you implicitly talk about those conversations, you got to talk about race. It's no other way to have them conversations. Hmm. Well, White, black, brown, or yellow, money is about to become an issue. It's already an issue. And it's an issue in corporate America. Another round of massive layoffs coming. Uh, two of the biggest corporations, McDonald's and Amazon, uh, announcing plans for huge layoffs across their companies. McDonald's actually shut down. Uh, at some point last week, they shut down. They're scheduled to reopen at some point this week, um, and and they're talking about having massive layoffs not only at the corporate level, but obviously that trick was on down. Um, Amazon the same thing, and we could talk about those. We could talk about it from 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 that aspect of it if you want to that 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 micro aspect of it, but the macro is AI in my opinion. The macro is the artificial intelligence, and we don't need you motherfuckers. We just don't. Like, I, we just don't need y'all, and so why would we keep y'all? It don't make sense. I can make, I could, I could, could, I could put another $10 billion in my pocket as opposed to putting another $10 billion into um, payroll. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't need to do that. And I think as artificial intelligence becomes more and more prominent, you're going to see more and more companies leaning this way. If I, if a robot can make a Big Mac and they can make it faster and more efficient than you without human error and I only have to pay for it once, why the fuck would I keep paying your ass to do it over and over again and forget to put pickles on that motherfucker like for in perpetuity? No. I'm going to get the robot to do it. Your ass cannot have a job. I, I hear you when you say that's the macro. I don't know if I agree, though. Okay. Right? I think it's the micro in the sense that we are in the fourth economic revolution, which means that there was three economic revolutions before that. Right? But at the end of every one of those revolutions, the motherfuckers who was in control then was in control after the revolution. Mm. And they're going to be in control after the next revolution. And the next revolution. And the next revolution. Because you see it coming and you adjust first. Right. So my... When the reason why I say it's not the macro, because mm-hmm. the tool don't fucking matter. Mm. The two, they can change the tool. They always change the tool. The goal, the same. Agreed. What changes, though, is the bottom, right? And that's why I'm saying it always trickles down. It's the bottom. So, yeah, they're going to be fucking fine. In fact, they're going to be better, right? <laughs> They'll be perfectly fine. But you go from minimum wage job to no fucking job. But back to micro macro though, mm-hmm. right? We have this kind of failed or elusive ass idea of what life is about or what life is internationally. Okay. Right? Again, right, history repeats itself. And we kind of live on an island and we think the island is normalized in the viewpoint of the rest of the world, mm. right? Mm-hmm. America is America because of the existence of a middle class. But even that is a new concept in the Big scheme of things. You know what I mean? Uh, so when you look at it, it's like 
and we assimilate, we adapt, right? So we go to, let's go to Jamaica, y'all. Let's go to such and such and such and such. Let's, and we go there because we treat them countries and that land just like a colonizer would treat it. We go there, we abuse the, the, the prices, we take advantage of their women, vice versa, to take advantage of their men if you're a woman. All that shit, we treat them just like white people treat them. Yeah. Right? Because we have this very, like, uh, uh, over-abrasive-ass, westernized idea philosophy about life. But the reality of it is, man, every country got a wealthy class. Mm-hmm. Right? And every country got a very poor class. Mm-hmm. And that's the standard. The middle is what's the anomaly. That's the illusion. And, 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 and it's super illusion when you don't own shit. Mm-hmm. Right? So if you've been operating in credit and the bank owns your shit, you don't own that shit. This is an illusion. You've mm-hmm. been granted this illusion. You understand what I'm saying? And when they want to pull the rug from up under the illusion, that's what the fuck they do. And they've done it here before. And that's what you're saying with these bank collapses right now, right? So you got these middle class people and, oh, I got 50000 in the bank. You don't have shit is what you have. You have an illusion. If they hit the fucking button, go to the ATM and see and what see happens. see what you got. Like, it's an illusion. If they hit the button, go to the ATM and see if you see if you got fifty. Bags. Somebody said this to me one time, and I thought it was brilliant. But it's a very hard concept for most people to wrap their minds around, mm-hmm. right? Because when we think about capital, we think about it from the standpoint of safety. That's all we think about it from. Hundred percent. It's a tool to protect us and make us safe, mm-hmm. right? But in reality, there's no such thing as safe. The concept doesn't exist, right? We Chicago is on built on top of the greatest earthquake fault in America. Mm-hmm. That ain't never happened here. Right. But if it do, this whole shit sinks. And the lake itself go to like State Street. My point is, like we the, can't... the lake itself already go to like State Last Street. Last week, there was a tornado here mm-hmm. earlier this week, right? And I forgot about the shit because I heard about it. Then I went home and nothing happened around my house. Right? <laughs> Think about our arrogance, though. That didn't right? sound like the tornado thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I want us to think about our arrogance. The alarm goes off on your phone. Yeah, I went home. Nothing happened. I never thought about that shit again. I was somewhere when everybody's phone went off. I was like, eh, eh. I was like, oh. hold oh. fast. I go to the bank on eighty seventh <laughs> exactly that next morning. I go to the bank on eighty seventh that next morning. Eighty seventh is what three miles from the crib. Mm-hmm. It's full out trees inside the motherfuckers' houses. That's crazy. It's full out cars. Got whole trees in the front windows of the shit. Oh, wow. So three miles away, this shit had a dire effect. Suburbs. They was. Blowing this shit away, mm-hmm. yeah. right? The concept of safety is a flawed concept, and all it takes is for nature to remind you you ain't safe from shit. Yep, yeah, and 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 for me, and I'm in full agreement. But it's one thing for nature to remind you it ain't shit. I think everybody understands that that water comes up over here. It ain't shit. None of y'all could do. I eat nature though. That's, right? that's what I'm saying. I agree. But what I'm saying is, we not even safe from the human shit. You know what I'm saying? If them, like, literally, them motherfuckers, this was, what was it, last week, two weeks ago, when them banks collapsed, and they told them people, we, we, we should better get y'all money back in a couple weeks. What the fuck are you talking about in a couple weeks? Even FDIC says, though, we only insure you up to $200,000. Yeah, but what are you talking about? You give me back my shit. I'm supposed to have but think about whatever the concept, I'm supposed to have in the bank. Think about the say concept. I got it. You don't have shit. That's a piece of paper, fam. But That's a, just a receipt. It don't mean shit. Of and if they hit the button and you don't, and you go to that machine and say nothing happening, what the fuck you gonna do? Hey, who you gonna get mad at? You gonna run up on who? What was it, Chase? When them when they failed a couple weeks ago, they said we'll insure you up to the point of your defaulting. So let's say they took two hundred thousand from you, but you had fifty dollars in the bank. 
and it just overdraw a hundred fifty thousand. You owe me a hundred fifty thousand. Gee, this there's sh- no such thing as safety. That's what I'm saying. It's written in the paperwork. Money. It's foolishness, G. Like, and, and, and we get to the point to where we we become so um, integrated with the with the way of being that we like oh, all those old antiquated ways, money in the shoebox and money in the mattress and shit. That was probably the best thing my father was doing. But even that. In a minute, all your money's gonna be good for is burning that shit to heat the house. I agree, but at least, yeah. I, at least that's at least. the illusion. It's shit. called fiat currency, but it's not backed by shit. Agree. I always talk to my um my one of my directors at work mm-hmm. because I deal with a lot of money. But I always just make a joke. I'm like, money is just numbers. You know, it's just digits. It doesn't even make sense. So that's why, or that's where like the value of the paper dollars really like irrelevant. Literally, all we're doing is. You know, we're transferring millions of dollars from one account to another account, and we're just going back and forth with it. Even when we're paying for things, it doesn't. We're just moving numbers around. Yeah, ain't nobody actually showing up with a fucking bag of money and going over here and then like showing up. Which is why I'm always confused. I mean, I know, I know it's more to it, right? But at a very basic level, when it's like America's in debt or you know anyone is in debt or we're running out of money, like digits and numbers, like. But when they want but, to, when they want to, they can. When they want to bail out a bank, they can. Or even during like the pandemic, but everybody see, get a check. They have been Since able when? to. That's what's about to change. So for the last ten years, probably more than that, we've been in a recession. We just don't know it. We've probably been in a depression, right? But they just printed more money, right? Because it's not backed by shit. It's a fiat currency. This is a different conversation. Because when Russia and China and Saudi Arabia and Africa gets off the dollar bill and they back the money by their actual resources, actual Mm -hmm. oil, actual gold, actual shit that's tangible, Mm -hmm. the conversation shifts. Now the dollar ain't shit. It's for your furnace. That's what your dollar's for. It's so you can stay warm because it's monopoly money now. Right now, what this shit, why it gets interesting and back to the conversation of safety, we've created a value system as Americans behind the dollar bill. Yeah. Right. It says in God we trust because that's your God. That's what I place all my value and belief in. All of my belief is in this right here. Mm -hmm. What happens when this shit becomes monopoly money? What else do I have? Do I have any intellectual capital? Do I have any emotional capital? Do I have any familial capital? Do I like? Do I have communal capital? Do I have any other capital outside of this shit? When shit hit the fan, can me and my neighbors trust each other, lend on each other? Can we grow some shit to build a fucking block that says, shit? okay, we got at least a block can where we, we can we're gonna take one we're gonna take somebody yard and that's gonna be the fucking garden. We're gonna take somebody crib and that's gonna be the schoolhouse. We're gonna take somebody crib and that's gonna be the cafeteria. We're gonna take and everybody eat at the same cafeteria. Everybody kid go to the same schoolhouse. Everybody eat from the same garden. Can we? Can we? Do we have that type of capital? Fuck no, we don't. Can I light a house? Because all the time I've been worried about, do I got more of this toilet tissue paper money in my pocket than you got? Can I create a fire without the gas company? Can I do it? Those shits become real. And this, we talking about this shit now, and it's it's who can protect this block? It's not funny. If we able to build a garden, a schoolhouse, and a and a and a a cafeteria, and all the okay, 
Is anybody on this block capable of protecting another motherfucker from coming and taking our garden and shit? And when America has been pumping a concept since probably the early 80s, probably late 70s of rugged individualism, there exactly. is no community. None. It's me against everybody. And that builds, we at the bottom so we see it differently, but the construct itself builds savagery. Does. So those who have it will get robbed by those who are strong enough to take it. There will not be any communing. Right? And this sounds like no motherfucking last days, but I you know, at some levels, I think we need to be that scared. And also, it's, it's, not, it's not that far-fetched no more, G. Like, it used to seem like some wild off in the future shit. And I another, don't see it that way no another more, Another thing about this, right, when we just think about, you know, uh, 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 media in general, right, nobody's having this goddamn conversation because delusion is what keeps this shit going. We got to keep the illusion of your safety going. It needs you to be comfortable. Right? If not so, protected, comfortable. Even when them, <laughs> when the white boys uh, or the white people uh, 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 attack Washington, D.C., attack Ran the, up in the uh, Capitol. Ran up in the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some, I don't know if he was having a show or whatever. And they were like, what you think of that? And everybody was shitting on them. I was like, nah, fuck with it. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent, that's how government in every country works. 100%. Fuck with, do what I say do or we fucking you over. We was talking about it on, 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 on the show a couple weeks ago. I want to say it was France, maybe, where they lowered the retirement age from 67 to 65 and they took to the streets. Fuck you, me. I got to work. I mean, they lowered it from, they raised it from 65 to 67. What the fuck you mean? We got to work two more years. No, the fuck we don't. We'll send this bitch up. Like, that's. Yeah, man, but there, it takes uh, that Russia and China, yeah, you know, man, com- communing around getting on to the. I think it's called the zoo. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce the shit. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's Chinese capital, Chinese money. Yeah, you know that's a big deal, G. It's a real big deal. That's a big deal, and what it really symbolizes, because if I know America like I think I know America, it's war. My son is in trouble. It's war. My son is in trouble, and any black boy or any poor child that's under forty years old is in trouble. White people don't lay down. They do what they know how to do. They fight and they take. That's just what it is. And I I think it's going to be interesting to see how the culture shifts. Somebody sent me some shit the other day about just a gym class in Southern California in 19, like 40 something. Mm -hmm. Just a regular gym class. We're at in the midst of World War II, though. And the gym class itself was so fucking rigorous. I couldn't believe it was a gym class. Like when we think about gym class today, it's like, kickball. Right, right. These motherfuckers was all out training for war. Right? And I think there's some value to that too. Like when you know, the, they, what's the little saying? When I was a child, I had to walk XYZ miles to school. Right. When your father be- was a child, I drove him to school. When you became a child, you was, you know, it just teaches you how the yeah. man gets weaker and weaker and weaker. But the culture has to shift. Our problem is at the bottom of that totem pole, we don't have any room for those kind of weaknesses. Uh-uh. We don't. It's gotta. It's gotta be that way. It is coming. It is be. It is. It is. It is upon us. And I think you're right when you talk about it. it it's going to lead to war, and it's going to create a necessity. And we've been talking about this for years, right? Like, what is going to what is going to be the driving force that leads black people to understand our position, and then what it then requires for our survival? And unfortunately, it's going to be a rock bottom situation. I think that's coming up upon us, and we got to be prepared for it. Here in Chicago, we are up against a mayoral election. Uh, again, by the time this comes out, it will already have happened. So let me let's 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 just briefly touch on what it looks like for either candidate in terms of their ability to oversee a transition 
for the black community to recognize the need for community and then their willingness, I'm talking about the mayor's willingness to provide the resources for us to then do so. Do you see either, I won't even ask you if you see either one. Let's just say, let's say Brandon Johnson is our mayor when, when, by the time this show comes out. Um, is he equipped and willing to lead in a way that would allow black people to recognize and then have the resources to build communities that are self-sustainable in the face of what we just talked about in the previous conversation? I don't have an answer for that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think that's any politician's responsibility per se. Mm. I think that's our responsibility. I think what we do is we leverage the politician to aid in pushing the resources our way to do what we need to do. Will he be able to do that? I don't, I don't know. What I will say is, and this is a shout out to uh, Salim, man. Salim had Brandon Johnson on his show a couple of days ago, and it was probably the most in-depth interview I've heard Brandon do. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Love King Salim. King Salim, man. I think King Salim is brilliant. Uh, I think he's also black first. So I think in regards to his line of questioning, he kind of focuses on the needs of our community in the realest way possible. Everybody else kind of has these kind of fluff ass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, American. A BIPOC. Right. Uh, people of color conversations. And Salim just doesn't. You know what I mean? And he's got the wherewithal and the understanding to take it further than the average person can take it. But in that vein, Brandon was dynamic than the motherfucker in responding to Salim. And I was highly impressed. And he was real black, right? He was talking about the books he's read and his books I fuck with. He's talking about the ideas he's had, his ideas I fuck with now. Again, this is v King Slane, this is VON. I know in regards to like our community, VON holds some weight, but it don't even hold that much weight in our community. So it's not like a Channel 5 or some shit like that, but I was thoroughly impressed that he even had the gall to stand in front of some of the concepts he was standing in front of. Good. So I fuck with that totally. Um, but we also got to understand the money, right? And the backing that Brandon Johnson has is white liberals. Cause all the money come from white folks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. Take uh, the chicken, though, right? Yeah, take the chicken. But again, that's a that's a how big are your nuts conversation. Right. So when I say I don't have an answer, I don't. I you got to actually see a motherfucker in performance to be able to answer that question. That's real. You know what I mean? Uh, in regards to Paul Vallis. And this is interesting too. And this also shows how the effects of racism weighs on weighs in our communities. Like I've ran into a bunch of elders and old heads who think you out your fucking mind if you don't vote for Paul Vallis. Mm. Right? When Paul Vallis was at CPS, think about this shit today. Black children, well, not black children, but CPS is on spring break right now. Right. If you've traveled anywhere in the city, you got there 10 minutes faster today. Right. Right? Because CPS is the largest employer of black people in the city of Chicago. You know what I mean? So when they ain't got school, the roads is clear and free to the money. People ain't moving around. Ain't nobody Kids ain't moving. Nowhere. Adults ain't moving. Right? Ain't this many buses. Yeah. So in that vein, when Paul Vallis was there, and you hear like the your principal from when the young shit came out back, Paul yep. Vallis, yep. you just heard a bunch Dr. of people. Because they all made a lot of money off Paul Vallis in their industry at that time. Right. You know what I mean? And a lot of older black people have jumped behind Paul Vallis in that way. Yeah. I think the the difference between Brandon and Paul, though, is what they represent, if it's honest. 
I think Brandon represents a revolutionary change. I think Paul represents a, a, a stabilizing, a stabilizing force. of what was. And, and salute to King Selene, man. Straight up, man, and salute to Brandon I Johnson, love man. King because Selene. at the end of the day, I, it's been a very long time that I've heard any black politician running for any office talk in the talk way, the way he was he did. And I fuck with it. I, I I have a lot of respect for it. And I talked to King Selene right before that show. I always talk to King Selene right before a show. Uh, and so, you know, I got to spend a few minutes with him before uh, he went on the air. And we got to make sure, King Selene said he's been having a hard time finding the show. So I got to make sure I send him the, the link directly um, uh, so that King Selene can be a part of this conversation. He's always been a extremely valuable member uh, of this particular conversation. But um, just in talking to him, like I always do, before before that show is just like super. He just he dope. Check this shit out. He's a to the to gem. the value of Brandon Johnson and King Slim. I thought this was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Brandon called in to King Slim's show. Mm-hmm. Let's say he was scheduled to call in at seven. Salim missed the phone line. The man called back at seven thirty. Mm-hmm. As a politician running for mayor that in don't the happen. last days, he ain't calling you back specifically for. Not to knock Celine, because I love Celine. That don't happen. And via win, he's not calling don't happen. you back. For him to call you back, oh, the black, the biggest black station in America, and Celine being who Celine Muwakil is, it speaks to who Celine is. It speaks is, to who both of them are, and it speaks to who Brandon Johnson is. Yeah, that, I fuck with it. G. I do. Hey, shout if out I to was him. on, the, if I was on the fence, and I wasn't on the fence, the only fence I would have been on between Brandon Johnson and right near Farrakhan, but I ain't on the fence no more. Shout out to King Celine. Shout out to Brandon Johnson. Um, get to the polls. Um, well, get to the polls. Um, speaking of the polls, too, the United Center. I don't know which mayor would be for this. We just desecrate any space. We just the United just Center. Hedonism. We just the, the house that Michael Jordan built. You know the madhouse on Madison and and lollipop tearing it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> lollipop. Lollipop. You know what I mean? Lollipop is for me. Yeah. Uh, strippers at the Bulls game. Last week, the Lakers came to town. The Lake Show was in town. And it was an interesting juxtaposition about all of the different just stuff that was going on. Obviously, the Lakers game. Lakers come to town. People show up. They go out. Uh, John Rogers took a group of, 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 of black people and black youth out and they was talking I saw this video of them at the game. They was at that game. They at that game. The John right? Rogers was at that game. John Rogers and them are they at that game in a suite That's on the floor. That's the universe working That's what in I'm saying. Tandem. That's what I'm saying, son. Salute to the universe for making that happen at the game that John Rogers was at. I fucking appreciate it at this point. I like it now. I don't like you. Stop talking. I like talking. it. I like Stop it. Stop talking. Stop like talking. Stop talking. I like talking. it a lot. Um, Lollipop, do your thing, girl. <laughs> Stop talking. Stop talking. <laughs> uh, at the game, uh, when the Lakers were facing the Bulls sometime last week, uh, a group of Chicagoans uh, had a suite, a box suite, and they invited. Box suite. Box was sweet. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the at real least for a little while suite. before it got sweaty. <laughs> uh, the box sweat. The bo- Ooh, box sweat. Sweat suits. Sweat suits. <laughs> All day buffet. Uh, hey, strippers in the suite. She's in there stripping. They throwing dollars. I saw at least a thousand dollars go up, but they throwing not only they just they're not only throwing up in their suite. Oh, they throwing it all up place. The United States suites ain't like closed in like that. No, 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 they're not. They, the only ones that's closed in is like some of the outside joints. Yeah, um, like the Soldier Field or whatever. And then you can open the windows with them too. But anyway, um, they throwing the money 
out over the demo. It's just money raining down just on people watching the game. I'm like, what is going on? Why is there money raining down in the UC? And it is because there is a stripper busting it open in Sweet 230 up Busting it wide open, wide yeah. Wide open. And, like. Shaking what her mama gave her. All the suites are. So, like, the back of your suite is semi-private, right? You got the walls there. But, but the, the front, front of the suite is for everybody. The front of the suite is for at least everybody else that has row. a suite. Right. Everybody can see that. That's just glass. That's just straight through. And she was on the edge of the front. She on the edge busting it open. Busting it now open. Now you got the people, the white people in the next suite. Next, they're like, God damn, what's going on in that suite over there? <laughs> hey. Hey. Becky hey, had to grab hey, Drew and send him to the back. Hey, listen. I know you've never seen a thumper that big. Listen. <laughs> Li- what is that on their backs? <laughs> listen. Oh, that's what that melanin does. Look this at her. Chicago, nigga. What's the what's the Sir Mason last song? Becky, look at, at her, her butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> I like big butts and I can't uh, I'm so embarrassed by that shit, though. I can't lie to you. That's some ignorant nigga shit. That's tough. <laughs> that is tough. Yeah, Chicago then went viral for some ignorant ass. That is tough. Chicago, on, Chicago almost only goes viral for ignorant shit. I'm gonna get done if them G's on it. I know it hurt to open the door and see G's, don't it? They done let the GDs in the door. Hey, they done let the GDs in the door. Yeah, they done let the GDs in the door. Hey, they done let the GDs in the door. GD, GDs, GD, GDs. They done let the GDs in the door. Hey, ooh. They done let the GDs in the door. Ay, 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 my uncle, he a GD. My cousins, they some GDs. My brothers, they some GDs. So what you think I'm GD? Baggy clothes with your bows, let's make the world GD again. He used to be GD, he flipped BD, now you GD again. Ain't the GDs up a hundred points. Play with one of them G's, you gon' see a hundred joints. I know some GDs in the county and some in a joint. Ain't no sliding through the G's, who we be on point. Ay. Bitch asked me how old I am. I told her seven four. Um, shout out to Will Calloway. Salute uh, to Will. Viral for not doing some ignorant shit. Uh, our Real brother talk. Will Calloway has uh, about 15, 16 young boys from East 71st Street in Hawaii right now. Uh, he's doing a thing. He's, uh, he's called uh, Passports for Peace. Getting these kids passports, taking them off 71st and Jeffrey, all the way to Honolulu, just to give them a different experience. Shout out to you, Will, for, for, for putting that together, bro. Nothing but love and respect when you get back. We want to holler at you and some of your young brothers, man. We'll set that up. But salute, salute, salute. Man, I got a chance that. to meet them brothers, G. I, um, Will did a brunch at the Sears Tower. Right. And I went to the brunch, and they were the uh, special invited guests, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. the whole event was kind of centered around them. Super dope event. Uh, I had a chance to talk to them brothers because you know they from the streets and you say young boys, but they ain't all that young, right? No, they, I mean sixteen to twenty one, like they up in their twenties. You, know I mean? you know what I mean? Uh, but one of the things that Will said in that, because also if you're not from Chicago, context, right? Will Callaway uh, ran for Alderman, I think, at the twenty first or the sixth. Well, no, I, no, I don't remember which one. Fifth, it's five. Fifth, fifth yeah. ward. Uh, but outside of running for Alderman of the fifth ward, Will also led the charge on. The arrest of Jason Van Dyke and the response from the Lil Kwan McDonald murder. Yeah. Uh, so Will has a very high profile in the city. Uh, because of that high profile in the city, he was able to leverage some of that to get some funding to do some programming. And that funding to do some programming, this taking them to this trip to Hawaii was part of that process. 
But in in the process of him waiting for the funds to come, he lost one of the brothers in his program. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even in that, he took a life-size poster of the brother that he lost to Hawaii. You know what I mean? Will is really that dude, man. I really love Will, man. Salute to Will. No, nah, I love I, I I love Will for the work that he that he puts in. He's committed to it, and uh, shout out to him, man. Good for you, Will. We appreciate you, bro. We love you. Uh, safe travels to y'all. Uh, we keep y'all lifted up in spirit as y'all go through y'all's journey. Uh, that's real clout. It's real clout. I was gonna talk about fake clout, but I don't even want to talk about fake clout after we talk about real clout. We'll close it out, man. We'll be back here on Saturday. Unless, of course, you are an official dirtbag, then you saw that show live as it aired on Tuesday. Um, no, we don't find anybody right. timestamp videos, but we'll figure it out. Shut up, chump. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, chump. Um, we'll be back on Saturday, okay? Uh, thank y'all so much for tuning in. As always, your input was valued. It was certainly, certainly appreciated. Huge shout out to the doubles producer in the podcast game. We like to call her EFO O in her parachute pants today. Easy access, baby. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of that. I'm out of that. Peggy. All she needs oh, is a zipper. Right All she needs is a zipper. She got some breakaways. All she needs is a zipper. Y'all got five more times. Young, <laughs> young Pegster. The Pegster. I can't bring Rod, nobody man. here, by the way. <laughs> I didn't bring him. Oh, I bet no, you he won't I'm sit not, down. I'm he be going to stand up the whole two hours. I'm not bringing <laughs> anyone here. <laughs> 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 right, right, hey, my boy, you want a seat? No, 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 Y'all gonna miss out on a lot of guests because if if any of those guests have any prospects for me, they not. You said prostates, right? Right. I thought you said prostates for months. I'm so ignorant. I hate the milkman. Literally can't stand That is Efo. Y'all see me quit? Don't be mad. Everybody. Huge shout out to Pi. Pi, we still celebrating your birthday, man. <laughs> oh wow! Number of this shit, number of this shit. No, I'm through, I'm through, I'm through, I'm through. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, salute to Pi, man. By the time y'all see this video on Thursday, it will look a lot different. Uh, it'll be all the bells and whistles. You say the bells and whistles, the razzle and the dazzle. Pi doing what Pi does. Shout out to him uh, for putting his touch on it. Shout out to the dark skin twin, Ron Rilla, Ron Rilla, Dolo. As he always does on Mondays, man, we appreciate you, man, for holding it down. My brother doing all of the hard work behind the boards. But two, my name is Herb. Y'all be good to each other. Peace. Assalamu alaikum.